Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're On The Clock. What's going on On The Clock Radio? It was beautiful Tuesday, March the 9th. You see what kind of Tuesday we're going to have. Let's go. I'm ready, man. Listen to me, man. We got so much that we got to talk about. We got Dak Prescott, who got signed to a major contract. Dallas letting everybody know that that's their guy for the next four years, which is amazing for Dak Prescott, which, by the way, we called it. Okay. We have to recap the NBA All-Star Game, which, in my opinion, was a little bit fugazi. Anyway, we have to recap that. And then also Blake Griffin joining the freaking squad that is the Brooklyn Nets to see if they're going to team up against LeBron. We have this ridiculous top 10 college of all time exciting players list that we have to go through that would, I guess it just set social media on fire and all these other sports guys uh, basically had to break it down, have some guys that's missing. Also, I think we're lifting, I'm lifting off one more thing. What's that final thing, George? Was that all the subjects? Did I get that it That is it. That oh, is then, it. Then we're good to go, man. It's a beautiful Tuesday. You ladies in your car, do your thing. You fellas, if you see the ladies bouncing, it's because of us. You're welcome. Boy, I love this song, bro. I love that song. You wanna be- That's a classic. Oh, my God. This is what I really enjoyed doing this with the podcast. Just reliving my childhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus, I don't, playing, think, I don't think they can handle the oldies. If we put in a group of women that were twenty-one, for like forty-three to twenty-eight, oh my god, their legs would fall off. <laughs> These kids nowadays don't dance like this. They don't even know about that, man. It's two, it's two ladies right now. It's Meg The Stallion and Cardi B. They're not killing it like this. No. You remember Too Short? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Either way, man, how are you doing? What's going on with you and the family? Everybody good? Everybody good, man. Can't uh, can't complain. Baby girl, still doing softball. Good. You know, spring football is around the corner. It is. It so, is. So getting getting ready for that and just doing great things, man. How how are you? How's the fam? How's Jaden doing his baseball? I'm. I'm. He's adventure? doing good. But we still need to let's expand that a little bit because you you hinted there. Spring football is about upon us. It is. How it are is you? Us. Are you excited about spring football? Because you got to let the fans know. I don't think you've announced it. I don't think we've talked about it. We don't have to go in depth. We just let's just announce it. Let's get it out there in the open. Let's bring it out right now. Or yeah. Do you yeah, no, no. I mean, not, nothing crazy. So, right. you know, for the spring and for the fall for this year, I'm coaching over at Wiregrass, helping them out. Um, yeah, that's going to be got awesome. got a call from, from an old buddy of mine, uh, Anthony Beck. His son's Rocco. He's going to his senior year, needs him up on the on the offensive side and actually to come out and help them out on, on the offensive side of the ball. So and I'll be doing that. Anthony Beck, isn't he uh, – maybe I'm confused here. Is this the same guy playing the NFL? Yeah, yeah, he played tight end for the Chiefs. He played tight end for the Bucks right. for a little bit. He was really good friends with Vincent Jackson, yeah. um, who, who yeah. recently passed. Uh, but yeah, no, and, and I coached uh, I coached Rock when he was eight, yeah, from the ages of eight to thirteen years old. I actually recruited Rocco because we played in a in an I nine yeah. flag football league together. That's nice. And I was tired of him kicking my butt. 
<laughs> so I said, instead of kicking my butt, won't you come play with us? And so, I mean, the rest of the history, he, he never played uh tackle at that point. So yeah. introduced him to tackle and, and rest of the history. He well, played we, tight end for me, actually, believe it or not. Really? And he's a starting quarterback yeah. now. Which goes he to played, show he played you. low tight end. Uh, play quarterback as he got older. Yeah. That was always going to be his career, I right, guess. Right, but right. Uh, but was but it, no, was it, it scared to get down and get to the line of scrimmage? No, no. Right. That's what I'm saying. And these are what these youth football coaches need to realize. And these parents, most of these parents, don't panic parents. when your kids are left guard. Parents. Relax. <laughs> Relax. You never know. He's, or playing tight end. He might be a quarterback for his starting high school. You um, never know. So that's good. We got to get Anthony on the show one time, man. See how he's doing, man. That'd be cool to yeah. go and rap and talk with him a little bit. Absolutely. But so, yeah, man, how are you doing? How's how's baseball? How's Jaden doing? He's doing good. Baseball's fine. We spent the weekend. I don't know if you've ever done this pressure washing. You ever been pressure washing before? I have done pressure washing. So I, I'm tired. I know this is going to sound real nitpicky and female-like. I am tired of looking at Yeah, a little bougie. A little <laughs> bougie when it came to I don't like how my freaking... Um, Sidewalk leading up to my door looked the driveway. Okay. I didn't like how it looked. It looks freaking dirty and did. And all I did was just pressure wash it. I didn't even put no bleach down. I didn't put no soap down. I just man, it made a world of difference. So that's what we ended up doing. And then this little ten year old, a, a guy was walking his dog. I was like, hey, you know, I got, I got sixty bucks if you do my sidewalk and a little bit of my driveway. So my t- Jaden goes, yeah, I'll do it. He goes, no, I'm serious. And he's like, yeah, I'm serious too. So we took the freaking <laughs> thing over there. And I said, well, here you go, son. He goes, are you going to help me? Nope. You got yourself into this. Get yourself out of it. I'm just here to make sure this man doesn't take you inside for some candy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for. So, so I stood there and he did the whole thing, man. I'll give it to him two and a half hours. He took it. He sprayed it down. And he made it 60 bucks, bro. Came nice. Back. Yeah, his brother, your brother was jealous. Oh, let's go make some. Let's go eat some. He's like, no, I'm going to put this away and save it. I was, that's when I was really proud of him. Like, yeah, way, way not to spend it, buddy. So that's all we did. Yeah, nothing major. Yeah, nothing crazy. I did spend Sunday watching the freaking All Star Game, which was like we like we predicted was a freaking trash. Oh my god! Uh, listen, bro, LeBron was he hit it right on the head. He must have knew what the agenda was. I I didn't know what the agenda was until we we looked it up for the podcast. And I said, man, they they're not gonna be able to pull this off. And sure enough, they they weren't. You had the three point contest and the shooting the uh, the shooting skills or skill sets challenge before the All Star game. That's what you had. All all on the same day. All on the same day. Usually it's a Wasn't two it separated. Day. Usually yeah, yeah it's usually a two day skills. event. You you buy chicken wings because nobody watches the All Star game. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> no, and I think they did this on purpose to get viewers to watch the All Star game. That's why I think the dunk contest was done at halftime, which this year, the dunk contest, if you don't know, was done at halftime, had three guys in it. Some okay dunks, nothing nothing Vince Carter worthy to mention. You know what I mean? Nothing I mean earth shattering? No, nothing nothing like that whatsoever. Like, it wasn't, it, it was like, eh, it was okay. So anyhow, you go ahead and you have these guys, and I think they made it, they did that on purpose to keep people watching, because nobody watches the All-Star game. It's, it's always 200 to 210, like, it, nobody gives a shit. But they had the all three-point shot contest, which I told you was going to be exciting, which it was. Steph Curry freaking lights it up. It was great to watch it. Um, and again, you guessed right. It was either Steph Curry. Uh, Booker was a distant third. He was okay. He did. He wasn't hot that night. But Steph Curry showing that he's, he's the three-point king once again. Then the skills contest and then the game. The game wasn't – it was a shit show. LeBron, I think, played off all of like maybe – 
maybe 11 minutes. <laughs> maybe. He just did his little thing, waved his little hand. He went back to the bench. He didn't play the third or fourth quarter. He was like, screw this, I'm not playing this game. Um, but it was okay. It wasn't even that great. You know what I mean? It was like, I wasn't excited. Usually for the for the All-Star weekend, I grab some Coronas and, and wings. And I want to see the dunk contest. Me and my sons, we watch, we sit down, we watch the dunk contest. It's supposed to be exciting. You know what I mean? You freaking watch the elimination. It wasn't exciting this year, man. These poor three guys just were feeling. I'd rather watch a halftime performance. Mm. Yeah, you could have brought over, you know, whoever you wanted to. The weekend? No, you can bring, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. From the Super Bowl, you're exactly right. You can you can bring that guy back over and let, and let me just watch the weekend one more time, and and we'd have been done with it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because this was this was not it, to me. It wasn't exciting. If everybody else loved it, that's great. I just didn't see. Uh, I didn't feel any hype of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the NFL and the NBA have a all star problem because. The NFL has their all-star game, the Pro Bowl, the week before the Super Bowl. Typically, yep. most years, we didn't have this past year. Yep. And the NBA has it at their midpoint. Right. To me, both events are not what they used to be right? Um, at all. So the NBA has got to find a way to fix it. To me, what you know would be a pretty cool all-star event What's that? is – Play, you know, do a bracket of horse. Get like 10 players and match them up to do horse over a two-day event. Yeah. Right? Like, they they, they did a version of it during the COVID they for did. the All-Star game yeah. where players at their houses and they were doing a version of horse. Right, over To videos, me, that was yeah. exciting. I, yeah. To me, I, that was exciting. I and and winner donates money yeah. to some charity, right? So there's a cause for it. Players are motivated because the money's being donated on their behalf. Right. So, you know, they're into it. But something like that where they're playing horse yeah. or some type of game that it doesn't involve any physical activity because you don't want these guys to get hurt. Right. But I want to see Seth launch it from the, the, the stadium. Yeah, no being sh- ten rows up like he does during warmups. Yeah, no shit. And that'd be one of his shots for H. Yeah, you know for H. And, and yeah, <laughs> I, and I would let, go for E for when you go. No, I'm just going. Yeah, well, and then you know, you think about LeBron. It'd be cool to to force him to do a dunk. Oh my god! Right, he gets matched up with Zion, and Zion's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a 360 dunk, LeBron. You got to match it." You could have had a better dunk contest if you just let LeBron by himself. Don't even have the other contestants. <laughs> We just want to see you do some crazy dunk shit, and then we just see LeBron dunk for ten minutes. That's, that's I would, I, listen to me. I would have watched that for ten minutes rather than watch these guys dunk. Which again, yeah. God bless them. They stepped up. It's not easy doing a dunk contest. I'm just a guy talking shit, but it's still it wasn't entertaining to me. And once it was over, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm done. I didn't even watch the. I watched maybe a little bit of the third. I was like, yo, I'm done with this, man. This isn't even. It's not exciting because you know they're not going to play good defense. Like you said, it's, it's it's a problem. I'd rather see you do more of the skills challenge and things of that nature than have to watch this game. Just like the NFL. I'm tired of watching the Pro Bowl. Like, they're not, you know, you're not going to, you're not really I, I used to love back in the day, back in the day with these at the moving targets. Right. You had to hit the moving targets or when you had to catch the ball. Bro, you know, the and fastest one hand, man race hand. was the greatest thing. The yeah. fastest now, man. Imagine today's NFL. Oh, my. You had Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. You had Scotty Hardman. Miller. Let's go, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty Miller. Scotty's already been talking. Right? Would you not want to see the fastest man? And it has to be on grass in cleats, you know, doing yeah, like a 40. No, no, no. Let's, 
Let's show me that shit. I want to see that. I don't want to see these I guys. See, I want to see Mahomes throw from his knees 70 yards. Right? Hit a target while it's moving. Yeah. A, while a shark's biting the target. You know what I'm saying? Some crazy shit. I'd rather That'd see that. Dope. It wasn't that good. The other, you know, we've had a lot of breaking news this whole weekend. We'll, we'll start with the NBA. One of the biggest news, we understood that Blake Griffin went ahead and, and you know, basically told Detroit, I'm not playing anymore until you trade me. And he got his wish. Okay. And now for you fans, especially in Brooklyn and New York, he is coming to Brooklyn. Blake Griffin has joined the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he's joining Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden. And they're loading up, and we all know why. It's not because the East is that goddamn dangerous. Okay. They're loading up for one team and one team only. How do you feel about this? Because for me, and I'll explain it a little bit, I'm not I'm this is what we have to do now. This is what we got this is what we gotta do. So if I'm the Nets, I am very cautious about this because think about chemistry. Again, first, let's remember, let's not forget. It is a rookie head coach in Steve Nash. I know. That is the head coach for this team right now. That poor son of and a you're bitch. Doing, think about the personalities <laughs> this guy has on his team right now. Right, you got Blake Griffin, who's a nutcase. Yeah. Durant, who is probably tweeting about him through two other burner Ghost accounts, accounts. Yeah. <laughs> out there. Right. You got Kyrie Irving, who's probably doing some, some misting thing. You know, yep. who knows what he's doing? Then you got James Harden, who just wants to dribble the ball by himself and, and shoot threes and not yeah. play defense. Yeah. These guys don't fit together. So, you know, and, and we've talked about this before. Having all-stars on one team does not mean they all fit. Right. Makes a headache. And, and these guys, it becomes a headache. And it just reminds me of the 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 days of the, the, the Houston Rockets when they tried – to load up where they brought in a Chris Paul to play with a James Harden and they brought these other pieces yep. in together. It just never really works. I agree. I don't see this working all at all. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even make it to the NBA finals. Wow. I'll tell you that right now. Wow. The Nets will not make it to the NBA finals. And I wouldn't be surprised either, man. You know, you, you hit it right in the head when you talk about talent and coaching. That's what made Phil Jackson such a tremendous coach because he was able to have that talented Chicago Bulls team and a talented LA Lakers team and put them together and make the personalities fit. When we watched the last dance, you it's evident why he was the only man for that job. There was no way you could bring right. in somebody else to manage Michael, Scotty, Robin. And remember, we Dennis watched Robin. We watched Rodman go on a on a on a what a two week venge or whatever it was, he disappeared in Vegas. And and Phil Jackson never freaking panicked. He never batted an eye. He's like, no, some guys need that. Go ahead and do your thing. And and that's why Robin loves Phil. But you hit it right here. Poor Steve Nash, man. Jesus Christ. What a what a tall order. Golly, I got all these personalities, ghostwriters, sage in the locker room. I got all this crap going on. What am I? God bless him. But I don't think it works either, man. I mean, this is the ultimate sign of respect, I think when it goes to LeBron and those Lakers. Like, we have to super load this team. Not just load a team. We have to super load this team in order to compete with LeBron because when LeBron was in the East and the Cavaliers, the Heat, back to the Cavaliers, what's the one thing they said? The East is so weak, the weak, weak, weak. LeBron goes over to the West, he fucking crushes that thing over there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, they're not shit no more. You know what I'm saying? 
I, he's, I don't know if though. I don't know if James Harden got scared that he wouldn't make the finals going through the West because that's what he did. He, he pretty much chased Harden over to a whole other freaking conference. You know, what and I'm Durant saying? bounced too. Durant had to go too because shit. I might not make a finals for another two years if he's going to the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard, I still haven't heard about. Like I know he plays for the Clippers, <laughs> but he has been silent completely. Right? I, this is just a. I'm getting tired of seeing teams have to load up against this guy, but I understand why. He's a fucking load, man. He's a load. So he's kind of flipping me from Michael to him because Michael never had to deal with this shit. What do you think? You think Michael had to? No, I mean, I I think Michael dealt with teams getting together because, I mean, he still had to go through the, the bad boy Pistons. He did. Back in the day, he still had to go through Larry... And 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 those in that team as well. So, I mean, he he. I mean, in Magic Johnson, with with the Lakers, so they had squads, right? Uh, you know, the, the one thing that I, you know, between Michael and and LeBron, LeBron stopped people from getting championships. Yes, LeBron is allowing has allowed others to partake in winning championships while. He's been the best player mm-hmm. because he's won it, but so is a lot of other teams. Yeah, where that those things just simply didn't happen in the in the MJ yeah. era. It was either the Bulls or the Bulls, and that was it. Versus somebody, yeah, that was always it. They're just loading up, man. You know, I, I hope it works out. I, I like you said, I don't know. Personalities build a lot because when you look at the Miami Heat, right, my favorite team, we don't have a star-studded group, but they play pretty good basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like they play very team ball, and they're greedy little shits, man. They're like they're they're gonna grind you down in a basketball game. I kind of like that mentality. You know what I'm saying? But again, it goes off your leader. I got to see what Steve Nash is gonna do here. You know, this is this is this is a tall order, man. Because anything can set these guys off. If one person sit there and says, "Yeah, we had a bad night," while well, Durant was off, and you know that's what you get, or one of these superstars says some shit like that, oh boy, it's gonna fold like a house of cards. Yeah, and you almost wonder if if Steve Nash is a Luke Walton of the Very Nets. Good point. Luke Walton with the Lakers when LeBron is first year, I want to say. Okay. With with the Lakers. Um Luke Walton was just a was just a guy. He wasn't yeah. doing oh no, well uh, it was with the Kobe. Sorry. Oh, it was Kobe. Luke Walton, Luke he wasn't really doing anything. He was just a guy on the sideline. Yeah. He he was just a you know, a clipboarding holding coach and <laughs> Kobe really ran the team. Yeah, I think in this situation, you wonder if Steve is just a guy that holds the clipboard and says, "I'm the head coach." It's really Durant, yeah. Irving, Harden; those he, guys. He's basically the just team. making sure everybody gets on the bus. Take your COVID Pretty test, much. get on it's the bus. Get off. It's a good yeah. point, man. It's a good point, and we're gonna see how it goes going in the future. Another big news was somebody that we've been predicting week in and week out, or waiting, not even predicting, waiting to see what happened. And here it is, finally, in Dallas, Dak Prescott signs a four-year deal for $160 million with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I can't be happier for him because of the fact, and I'm not a Dak fan, but I'm happy that something got signed for the guy. I'm happy something happened. But, and there's a big but, is he worth $160 million? Because what does that break down to, George? Yeah, so the contract itself, he's getting, it's technically a six-year deal. Wow. But it voids at their four, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason why it's considered six is because it helps a team with salary cap. 
um, and, and how it works, but it's, it's worth up to $164 million. Prescott's Jesus getting Christ. a signing bonus worth of $66 million dollars with 75 million dollars due in one year so in one year wow he's gonna make 75 million dollars does he deserve this money you think he's proven himself to to have this money no Not at all, no because i mean so i mean it breaks down where basically he's averaging about 42 million dollars a year right and that's just eight million dollars under Mahomi mahomes mm-hmm over in Kansas City, um, it's a, it's a highest signing bonus ever signed by any player ever right. at sixty six million. Uh, that's a lot. It is it's man. A lot. I feel like they could have gave him a payday and still had some money for leftovers to to acquire some players that were coming available again. We don't know what's going to happen with Von Miller. I know the Broncos said that they want him there, they want to keep him, whatever the case may be. But you could have possibly got you a Von Miller. Um, you, Allen Robinson, who will be a free agent, who possibly re-signs with the Chicago Bears, maybe, who knows? But you could have put some money into something like that. You know what I'm saying? You got the draft coming up as well. And again, I know Dallas. I've always said this: Dallas has money, no matter what, what the calorie salary cap it is. Like Dallas always has money. But I just don't think this is. I, I'm happy he got paid. I'm happy a deal worked out for, for Dak Prescott. I really am. But is this is he worth this much money? Because he also has a no trade clause on there. He and, does, and he's got a no no franchise tag on there as well. Yep. Okay, so he he got pretty much everything he want underneath the sun. So now basically, what you're saying is, with this deal, he's got to deliver Super Bowl within four years. He's got to at least one. At, le- at the very least, one Super Bowl within four years. Right. And you got to go through the Tampa Bay Bucks next year. To get there, because that's I don't care what nobody says. Until you beat the champs, you it's still theirs. You know, what I, mean? I don't care if they lose two, three, four, five games next year. Until you beat the Bucks and they're not in the playoffs anymore, you got to go through these guys to get there. You know what I'm saying? And think about his road. I don't know, man. I don't think this is worth it. Yeah. So to me, think about it this way: they're paying two players close to seventy million dollars a year. Jesus Christ! And Zeke. Yep. And Prescott, to me, the signing of Prescott to this deal means Zeke's days are numbered. And it has and to I, be. It would have to make business sense. Yeah. He will get cut within the next two years, if not if not a year. I don't think he makes that of this upcoming year. Yeah. Because you think about that defense needs work. Lots. They don't have a whole lot of cash space now with this deal being signed. It's going to be, you it's gonna even, be tough. They don't even have depth at the wide receiver position. You know what I'm saying? They don't have depth. Yeah, well, they got three really good ones. They got three. I mean, you got Gallup, Amari Cooper, and I don't, and think, Amari, I don't think Amari's – I think Amari's is way overhyped. I think he runs good routes still. I think he's okay, but I think he's over – I think you take Amari Cooper out of there, you put Godwin in that situation, Godwin explodes at the Dallas Cowboys. Godwin explodes at Dallas Cowboys. Amari Cooper, to me, isn't producing like he's supposed to be. I mean, he just, and again, I know it was a shaky year last year. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, you could do without Amari. Go get you another guy that's better than Amari Cooper. And cheaper and younger. And cheaper and younger. You, you can definitely get that guy. But again, God bless Dak Prescott. I hope he does it great. 
But again, man, it's it's just I don't know, man. That's that's a lot of money for a guy that hasn't won you won a playoff game. Hasn't won you a playoff game. And I don't I think maybe I'm wrong, has to be the team that has a winning percentage correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. That won five he, and over, seven over, whatever it is. He's won very limited amount of games okay. versus teams that are above five hundred. So so very limited amount of games. What right. And again, I we said it. He needs, you know, he needs a payday. You know, he deserves a contract. He does. This is a huge. This is basically saying a lot more. Yeah, man. I, I was in the thirty million right range for him. Um, I mean, think about it. <laughs> Put it this way: Dak is getting paid almost double the amount of what Brady gets paid. I know. I feel like this is a Brady contract. <laughs> like Brady deserves this shit. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, and so this eliminates a home for a guy who's been in the news or not so much in the news himself yeah. in Russell Wilson, right? So yeah. he's been a little quiet lately in the media. He hasn't denied the rumors. He hasn't denied the he wants out of Seattle. Right. He hasn't denied his frustration with the team. He's kind of just, it's been out there, it's out there. He's kind of lay low. But now Dallas is no longer an option. Right, it's right. Like, that was one of the places he wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Starts to worry me a little bit because the Saints were still on that list of teams that he wants to go to. Um, what happens with Russell now? Now that Dallas is gone as an option, well, it makes a couple a couple of those reports become true. Remember, they said that one of the leading places if he was to go was to Chicago for whatever reason he was he was heading that way for whatever he decided with whatever. Um, which I think you re-sign Allen Robinson if that happens. But anyway, you, you was heading over that way. If Dallas is done, and, and well, let me address this. If if I've never, I've never seen Russell Wilson be quiet when he didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like he could very well get on Twitter or one just one Pat McAfee show or one interview on ESPN and say, "Look, I, I've never said those things." This he is what's can come on. on the clock and tell us. Oh yeah, Russell, if you're listening, you and Sierra want to get on the show. That'd be great too. <laughs> if you want to break your news here with us, you know, some guys like like us. But he hasn't broken his silence, man, and that scares me because I'll tell you why. When it reminds me of Carson Wentz. Now, hear me out. Not that they're the same player. Situation-wise, when the rumor about the head coach being fired, when the rumor of quarterback controversy, when the rumor of all these things are going on in Philadelphia, he kept quiet. Never said a word. Let everything just happen. You know what I'm saying? It's almost, and then, boom, Carson's out of there. Now it becomes, you know, some a little bit of realism starts happening with Seattle. Like, okay, Russell can sit there and say, with one interview, look, man, I'm happy here. Go Hawks. One tweet. Never leaving. Love home. Go Hawks. He can do it. That's it. It's all shut down. He hasn't said shit. That scares me a little Mm. bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, And again, maybe he's just like, I don't have to say nothing. Forget him. I'm a Hawk. I I don't know, bro. So where does he go? Because now, you know, we're down to three potential destinations. The Bears, the Raiders, or the Saints. You better pray not the Saints. <laughs> you better put, out of all those, out of all those, the Saints are the least likely, in my opinion, because they cannot afford them. Right, they would have to make some some major cutting of players. What if he took a cut like Brady? He's like, look, it's he's not about not that. Getting, yeah, but he's not getting paid much more than Brady, though. I would, I would Just take an they, even bigger they don't pay have cut. The money. I would take an even bigger pay cut. 
just to be part of that team because you think about his receivers, think about his running back. He doesn't have to put that much pressure on him. And Russell Wilson yeah, but, is, is a good quarterback. He's even more dynamic with a running game. Yeah, but I, I, I wonder why New Orleans is even on the list. Because you think about Chicago, right, the Raiders – those two teams, or, or even Dallas, when Dallas was an option, those are big market teams. Those right, those are attention are, yeah. cities, right? Um, New Orleans is not. What 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 is in New Orleans? I don't think I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. It about what's in New Orleans, what's in there? It's just a team. That's a good and football I, team. No, I agree with you. It's a great great head coach. Yeah, but I think I think there's more to it than just football in Russ. His decision, I think he ends up either going to the Raiders or to the Bears, preferably the Raiders. Yeah, as Let far as way, as far sunny. away from Tampa is what you're saying. <laughs> as far as where you want to go, how do you want him yeah, to see? Go all the way. I mean, because think about it. If you're Russell Wilson, yeah. what do you think he woke up to when he found out that JJ Watt is now in his division? In Arizona. He already has an offensive line that can't protect him. And now we gotta go against JJ Watt twice a year? And Chandler Jones? That's what I was gonna say. Chandler Jones, like I gotta I go mean, these two assholes <laughs> twice. Thanks. And then you got the 49ers defense who has the other Bosa brother. And he's coming back next year. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like boy. Yeah, he can't catch a break. I mean, Raider, do you think he fits with Raider? I know I remember seeing him on the Gruden when uh was it Gruden time or Gruden game grind or something when he was coming up and he, he talked very highly of Gruden. Even throughout the years of him being the quarterback of Seattle, he still would have a good relationship with Gruden. Do you think that happens? And if so, what happens to Carr, man? Carr becomes a backup? Oh, but, uh, well, I mean, you know, the, 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 the Raiders would save $28 million by cutting Carr. Really? So that absorbs Russell Wilson's contract as a get-go. You cut Carr, let him be a free agent. He can pick his own destination. Right. Then I think that musical chair kind of keeps going. Cause then I think you have Russell to the Raiders. Now you get Carr going to Chicago, right? Now you get Chicago, get him on a cheaper deal, approve it kind of, kind of deal team friendly. And then it opens the door for Deshaun to go to the 49ers. Wow. He's still out there too. He's still out there to think. As, he, as he's as another as- one. <laughs> No one, he hasn't said a word. He said shit about what's going on. <laughs> all these GMs nothing. are like, no, Deshaun's going to be our quarterback. Deshaun's like, yeah, all right, motherfucker, wait on it. <laughs> wait on it. We're going to see. It's the oh, lies boy. for me. Like, he's not coming back. But he's still out there. And, and, and again, this is the musical chairs that we we predict about the quarterbacks. Like, we're going to have to go one by one, week by week, and see who gets signed, released, and put where to get some kind of picture of what 2021 season is going to be like, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, my Dolphins, we picked up freaking an offensive tackle from the Titans, which is great, but we got a guy that only played four snaps. I'm a little worried. I'm a little scared of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like This is this scares me a little bit. But with Russell, it, either wherever he goes, I know he's going to be successful. It's just who, where does he go? How does he get? I just don't see Seattle not keeping him. Like I don't, I see them doing everything they can to try to keep him. I don't see them parting ways unless he's completely unhappy. Which the silence scares me. If he's this silent, he might be that freaking unhappy, man. Which is crazy. Yeah, and and if if the Seahawks also another situation to think about too, is Seattle trading for Derek Carr? And then there's that. And Russell Wilson and they swap. Yeah. Right, now you get Derek Carr in that offense, decent running game. He's he's mobile still. You got DK, Tyler Lockett. 
you can almost plug and play a little bit. I mean, again, Derek Carr is not Russell Wilson, no, by no means, but it stops a rebuild. From Derek Carr is going to be running for his life, just like Russell was. Like Russell was. I wonder if they pass each other in the planes. You know what I mean? Like in the in the in the, in the airport, they're just like, "Hey, Carr. Hey, Wilson. Good luck, buddy. Good You're luck. You're need it. Yeah, roll to There's your fucking switch. right quickly and throw." <laughs> Whether your eyes are open or not, no. just throw it. Find DK. Yeah. Also, Google Moon Ball. Friend. Google the Moon Ball. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen, man. But it is what it is. The other thing I want to talk to you about, which really shocked me, man. I saw on social media, and you saw it as well. I have it. And are you, are you can you bring up the picture or no? Oh yeah. Oh, oh let's, yeah. Let's look at this. Look at this freaking list here. We have a top 10 most exciting college football player list. And I'm not created you, by us. Not created by on the clock. But this took, <laughs> this, yeah, this took social media by fire because there's a lot of guys on this list who should be on the list, who are not on there, and who should be a little bit higher than other guys. I'll let you break this list down, George, and then we'll go back and forth. Yeah, for, for those listening to the card, I can't see the, the screen here. I'm going to read you 1 through 10 here. Uh, and this is a list created by you know uh, CBS Sports. ESPN type of site. You got Reggie Bush one, Tavon Austin two, Saquon Barkley three, Christian McCaffrey four, Johnny, Money Menzel five, Lamar six, some guy in Ohio State named Braxton Miller <laughs> seven, Peter Warwick eight, Michael Vick nine, and Jabril Peppers number 10 out of Michigan. So my question to you real quick who on here, before we talk about who belongs, who does not belong? And you can pick multiple people. Oh, good. I get if, to pick. Yeah, thank you. Johnny Manziel does not deserve to be on there. Okay. Um, let's see. Braxton Miller does not deserve to be on there. It was nice watching Jabril Peppers, but to tell me that he was the most exciting college football player, that's kind of hard to swallow. Those are those are my guys. Um and you could say you could give a you can give a case why Barkley shouldn't be there, you know why Saquon couldn't should be there. But you know what I'm saying. But it was nice watching him run at Penn State. I mean, it was exciting to watch. But he wasn't the most exciting player of all time. That's a big fucking that's a big shoe to fill there, buddy. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree about Saquon. Christian McCaffrey, I don't think was that exciting in college. He was just very productive, right? In college, I don't think it was that exciting. I agree with Johnny. Manziel, uh, he was okay. I mean, he benefited from having a guy like Mike Evans to throw the ball to. I agree. Quite a bit there. Lamar Jackson, I think, should be on the list. Um, he was, he made Louisville who they were because now they're back to who they are. Uh, Braxton Miller, don't know why he's on there. Jupil Peppers, same thing. Tavon Austin, I mean, I, I know he was exciting in college. Right. But he's to me, he's not definitely not number two. Yeah. Maybe maybe 15 through 10 right. personally. Um, Reggie Bush, I think for sure could be up there. He's one of the most electrifying yeah. Yeah. players. Cause when that guy touched the ball, I mean, he, we were talking about Reggie Bush being the second coming of Barry Sanders. Yeah. Coming out of college. The guy is yeah. just uh, unbelievable. Okay. So now that some guys we talked about who should not be on the list, <sighs> who is someone that should bro, Beyond how, how far back am I allowed to go? 
This is all time. It's all time, right? All time means the entire time. So here's a name that none of these guys are going to understand unless you're probably our age. Here's here's one guy, and you're going to laugh at me when I say this. Jim Thorpe is one of those guys that are on there. Mm. There's an award. There's an award created for this guy. Do you understand that? Like, that's an award created. Jim Thorpe. Let me give you a couple other ones that's going to tickle you a little bit here. Give you goosebumps. Let Let me give you a name here. Bo Jackson. You're telling me Bo Jackson was the most exciting. He shouldn't be on this all-time list. Earl Campbell. These are college guys. Barry Sanders in college, even though he was great in, in the NFL, but in college he was even better. To what he was even faster in freaking college. Okay, he was a, a freaking demon running that. Ball. I'll even go with Charles Woodson as a cornerback. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders. How is Dion? That's that's my biggest gripe. Right? Is how is Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders change how defensive backs were measured. I mean, right. this guy was a two-way player. Right. He played offense and defense. Yes. Yes. And how is he not? And he was exciting to watch. He was, and I, you know, he played for FSU, of course, and you got really got one guy on there, Peter Work, which he was, he was exciting to watch because Peter Work in the NFL for the Bengals sucked. It was horrible watching him play. Yeah, he was one of the most exciting college football players ever. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't even that freaking, you know, that fast when he got to, um, what do you call it, the NFL? What about Tommy Frazier from Nebraska, mm-hmm. quarterback? Like, he mm-hmm. was exciting to watch play. You could even make an argument for Tim Tebow if you wanted to. An argument, I'm not saying the greatest, but an argument that you could make for Tim Tebow was was exciting to watch when he was in college. There's, a, I mean, you just go, you can just all the way down. Leroy Selman, for Christ's sake, was a freaking exciting to watch. Dick Buckus was exciting to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, oh my God, I forgot about my guy. My guy. Ricky Williams was exciting to watch in Texas. I mean, so was a guy named Ed Reed. Oh my god. <laughs> the great Ed Reed Sean ED, Taylor. boy, the greatest safety ever seen, boy. Ed Reed, of course, for Hurricanes, man. Michael Irvin. And I, again, I didn't even I didn't even go with Hurricanes. No, everybody's gonna tell me I'm biased, okay? Yeah. But you're right. Michael Irvin was it was one of those guys. Freaking um Portis. We had all the Everin James, Clinton Portis, McGahee. Like, we can just go on and on and on about whoever you want, man. But those guys weren't on the list. And then somebody tried to tell me Peter Work should be number two, number one and number two. Let me tell you something. Peter Work was exciting to watch in college football. He was. But to say he was number one and number two just shows me you don't know your history of football in college. Because Is he, is he top 10? I, don't, I think he's top 15. I think he's in the top 15 with all those guys I just named. Because on that list right there, Michael Vick, that's a disrespect to Michael Vick to be number nine on that list. If you're going to go by this list, that's disrespectful. Michael Vick was oh, 10, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 he's, times he's way more. above he's Raxon Miller the, and yeah. Johnny Menzel and Christian yeah. McCaffrey and Lamar, Saquon. Lamar was exciting to watch Louisville. He was he, he was, was cool. Saquon, you can, you can probably bump up. You could probably bump Lamar to number three. Vick at four. And you can make an argument for either one. You can flip flop either one of those guys. Like you can flip flop. Peter Work in that list is probably number is yeah, he's probably nine or eight. He should not be any higher than that. Jabril Peppers shouldn't be on this fucking list. <laughs> it was more exciting watching Clowney than Jabril Peppers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, either way, whatever. But again, man, the, these guys with leaving out all those guys, how do you how do you forget? You know, those are it's all time. If you give it's me all a, time. if you give me a decade, okay, I can understand. All time, and you don't have Bo Jackson. Oh, and I don't. I hate to say this, you know, 
God bless. We're not talking about OJ, 90s OJ Simpson, okay? <laughs> We're just talking about the college player, OJ Simpson. He, The juice was pretty good in college, man. He set all those records. He was pretty good. But you can go on and on and on, man. I mean, there's so many people off that list. And again, going back to our guy, not seeing Deion Sanders is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Not seeing him whatsoever was was completely disrespectful, man. Marcus Allen was another one. But why was Marcus Allen on that freaking list? You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, do you think Peyton Manning should make it? No, he wasn't that exciting. He wasn't exciting, right? Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Lewis did okay. He wasn't exciting in college. He was more yeah, exciting was in the NFL. Good. He was yeah. good, but I mean. I just don't know, man. Elway in college did good. You know what I'm saying? It was nice watching Ronnie Lott. When he was at USC, oh, Jesus man. Christ. I thought I thought he was literally trying to kill people. Like that wasn't cool, man. <laughs> like I thought he was I thought he was trying to hurt people. I'll even go, I'll even go if you want to go a little bit closer to this era. Dominic Sue was cool, cool to watch. He was. Eric Berry was cool to watch. You know what I'm saying? Again, a hundred freaking guys. And these are the guys they gave us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what about Vince um uh Vince Carter? Vince Carter? I'm sorry, not Vince Carter. Vincent Young. Vincent Young. Yeah, Vince Young played for Texas, yeah. What happened to that guy? You know what I'm saying? Think about all those guys who Charlie Ward was exciting to watch at FSU. You know what I'm saying? He was exciting to watch. Not that. Think about think about a guy like LaMichael James from Oregon. That's another great one. That guy, that guy kind of redefined speed. Yeah. On the offensive side of the ball in that in that Oregon offense ahead. That's what I'm saying. In college now, we're not talking about what they did in the pros. In the pros, some of these guys, okay. But you, you all time? All time? What about Herschel Walker? Man. What for Georgia? Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, and we're leaving out some some legends here still. Adrian Peterson. Oh my God. All Larry day. Fitzgerald. All day. Yeah, Larry. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Yeah. I mean, think about that list, man. Most exciting to watch. And I know Randy Moss played for Marshall, but he was exciting to watch too. Yeah. He he, 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 he breaks in the top 50 easy. Easy. Man. That, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's a bullshit list. I don't know who. Cr- I have to agree. Yeah. And I, all I've been seeing is clips all week of Peter Work. Like, oh, I didn't think about Robert Griffin when he was, he was playing. a Baylor. Oh my God! When RJ three was playing, when he he was balling, man, they were doing good. Your boy Byron Leftwich was playing great at Marshall, watching him being he carried was. for fifty yards. He made that final drive for to win the game for the uh, I forget what bowl game it was. You know what I'm saying? Mariota was good, it, it, but these you can't you can't sell me on Squadron Barkley. He was just powerful. No. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, yeah, nobody's seen all, you know, and we all know why he's on that list. Yeah, we all know why. We all know why he's on the list. <laughs> white running backs make the, oh my God, you know what I forgot? Speaking of, what about Tim Couch? Yeah. You remember Tim Couch from Nebraska, the quarterback? Mm-hmm. The option yeah, king over the rounds. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He doesn't make the fucking list. Percy Harvin's not on the list. Well, and that's another disrespectful person. And, and, and again, he's top 10. He's not, he's probably not top 10. But, but he could. Percy Harvey is if, better than Jabril Peppers. Thank you. <laughs> you. Definitely Braxton Miller. I don't know why he's on that freaking list, man. I don't understand why he's on there. I don't. I don't get why he's. I don't. I don't know. I don't get. Why is Deshaun Watson not on that list? Damn. Was he not oh, exciting to watch in college football? I thought he did great for Clemson. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that they just completely left out and disrespected. You know what I'm saying? And I know you don't want to go. I think the list. I think the, I think the list was. Let's see who, how many people we can piss off. Oh, had to be by creating a list. Had to be completely. Had to be. <laughs> Are these the top ten guys? Okay, we're gonna pick the bottom sixty, and that's who <laughs> we're gonna pick and put them on the fucking list. Yeah, that's how we're gonna make our top ten list. It's a crappy list, man. It's a crappy list. Look, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things moving along in sports. Um, a lot of things that that are going to unfold here in the next couple of weeks. And you guys are are going to sit here and ride with us on on the clock radio. We're going to show you. We're going to walk you through these things. A lot of free agents still good to go. Um, what's coming up on us pretty quick here, George, is the draft. Uh, we'll go break that down a little bit. We'll have probably a panel. We'll have a. I wouldn't mind doing like a Mel Kipper panel of having you know. Who who Mel Kiper. is that his name? Mel Kiper, yeah. the guy with the hair that's been his, his that yeah, fantastic yeah. fucking hair since I was twelve. <laughs> same like, one, the same guy. So we'll Mel Kiper. We'll we'll have like a little panel or something, and then and really break down who who goes where or what predictions. You know what I'm saying? We'll do the Swami type deal and, and see how it goes, man. But listen, that's all the time we got for you guys. Thank you so much for joining the show. We love you very much. Make sure you're still wearing your mask. Protect each other. If you haven't talked to a loved one or a friend, call them. Reach out to them. Make sure they're okay because um, you never know what you could be doing for them mentally. So I'll see you in a little bit, George, and I'll catch you on the flip side, man. Yeah, man. Again, great podcast. Thank you again for joining the show. Join our debate on Facebook by visiting our Facebook page, uh, On the Clock Sports Talk. Visit our website, OTC Sports Talk. Dot com. Until next time, you're on the clock.